Over 30 years of serving the Arizona homeowner. 13 years in a row ranking Arizona's best referral network. RosieOnTheHouse.com. Protecting you, informing you, and educating you. It's Rosie on the House. Come on in, everybody. I just made you a fresh pot of coffee. I got the front door wide open. Come on in and sit down. I just poured myself the first cup, so... All right. You're at my house. It's called Rosie on the House, and it's every Arizona homeowner's happy place. And we are here to inform, protect, and entertain you on each and every topic having to do with the maintenance, repair, or remodeling of your house, home, castle, or cabin. Voted Arizona's number one homeowner resource and contractor referral directory for 13 years running. Don't even think about touching your house until you touch base with us here at Rosie on the House. And here's how you do that. We've got Jesse in studio this morning to take your call. Dial one 767 4348 And give us the privilege of putting our 48 years of remodeling and building Arizona homes to work for you. Pick up the phone and dial one 767 4348 That's 1-888-ROSIE, the number 4 and the letter U. one rosie for you. Now, whether you're a newcomer to Arizona or you've been here your whole life, regardless what corner of the state you're in and regardless what you're thinking about doing, chances are I've been there and I've already tried it once or twice, or I know somebody who has. So let us put our experience to work for you. We'd love the opportunity to help you out if we could. We have been covering the topic of water all August long. And uh, the monsoon has kind of helped the topic a little bit. We've, uh, we've had a, a good monsoon this year, and we've had it pretty much statewide. Uh, about, we, were, we were at about 90% drought statewide uh, coming out of the spring. We've been able to drop that down into the 70s. So we've been able to get some good soil moisture saturation. We beat having a, a horrible fire season this year. So we have a lot to be grateful and thankful for. And we've covered the subject of water just about every single direction you can think of it. And if you're a regular subscriber to our newsletter that we send out every Thursday by subscription only, we never spam it. We never send it to anybody that didn't ask for it. We've got a water resource guide. That I, 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 quite frankly, it's incredible. And it, it, I got on it last night just reviewing it to get ready for today's broadcast and final tune our notes and, and uh, talking points. Romy, I think there is almost 40 links in that water resource directory. And I don't know um, how many there are because I only got to like the first 13 or 14. And you click on them, there's videos from the U of A, a nine 
series video. They're all about three to five minutes long on nine different facets of groundwater management in the state of Arizona. Where does it come from? How does it get stored? Uh, how does it get divided and distributed? It's absolutely an incredible resource. And I, I, I did stumble across um, a, a, a um, press statement. Oh? Yes, that came from uh, Mr. Bishotsky at uh, Arizona Water Resources, and, and actually came from Ted Cook from uh, uh, CAP. And uh, here, here's how they wrapped up the, pre the press release. Arizona already has demonstrated its commitment by leaving 800,000 acre feet in Lake Mead in the current year alone. That's this year. And since 2014, Arizona has le have left more than 2.5 million acre feet that equates to approximately 37 feet of elevation of Lake Mead. And they say it's unacceptable for Arizona to continue to carry a disproportionate burden of reduction for the benefit of others who have not contributed. <laughs> I think they're kind of drawing a line in the sand right there, right there. Can you draw a line in water? <laughs> well, I don't know if you can draw a line in water, but I had saved this earlier. How about we just don't replace bridges? Hmm. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Uh, uh, bridge in I-10 at Desert Center, which is about halfway between L.A. and Arizona's border, washed out keeping people from L.A. coming to Arizona. Oh, yeah. Let's just not replace that bridge. Good oh. idea. <laughs> All right. <laughs> was it an eastbound bridge? It was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Westbound, right. you could still go, but eastbound bridge, washed out. Well, one of the things you've been doing all month long is you had a sit-down with Cena Kerr, and we have been running segments of her interview uh, that you had with her. Uh, we've got another segment to run now, but I want to I want to go into depth with you a little bit in the next segment about all the dimensions of what everyone's thinking about with this new budgetary allocation from Governor Ducey on he's going to invest or he's determined we're going to invest a billion dollars in researching ideas for increased water supply in the state of Arizona and, and and boy that that is a that is a big topic and I've had a I've had a lot of fun covering the topic this particular month there one of the links in our newsletter uh, takes you to the city of Phoenix water page and there's a there's a there's a link on that page that you can go into for calculating your water usage and you and I and John Harper have talked about it for years. If everyone in Maricopa County, let's just take the burden on Maricopa County. If everybody in Maricopa County could save 10% on their water bill a month, we'd be saving enough water for another million people to move to Arizona. And they're coming. <laughs> I, they kind of, it kind of breaks my heart, but they're coming. And saving 10%, is really pretty easy. You got to take a look outside first. You and Greg, Farmer Greg, were talking about it just the last hour. That 70% of your water bill has to do with what you're using or what you're watering 
outside of your house. So the link to City of Phoenix Water Department has a calculator on figuring out what your total consumption should be. And I think it averages 20 to 25,000 gallons per house per month. You would think. That's probably pretty close because I yeah, think they say yeah. an acre foot of water will do four families, and that's yeah. 325,851 gallons. Um, I, so that's, that's probably pretty close to accurate. Well, why don't you go ahead and, and bring in this conversation with Cena Kerr? Okay. A uh, couple weeks ago, it was the introduction of what SB 1740 is. Uh, last week, we talked about the selection process for the board that will oversee how this money is spent. Um, and we'll continue now to the next uh, step, next, next clip in that conversation. One of the main things we wanted to make sure when we were setting this up, the, the whole committee, everybody that, that worked on this bill took a lot of input, a lot of people at the table, was that we had a structure that would really work. Uh, oftentimes government thinks, you know, okay, we're going to put this uh, program together. And then th there's just too many hoops to jump through and uh, different groups, different entities can't really utilize it. But we wanted to make sure, first of all, that our rural areas uh, were able to access. So that's why they have that separate funding. And some of those loans, they could be loans, they could be grants. It depends on what type of projects come in. And again, same with the conservation projects. And, and so that's the goal, is that it really is usable. The last thing we need is something, you know, set up that no one can access or that it's, you know, it's not workable. Stakeholder input that we had, the water experts, uh, and the, the entire team that it took uh, to put this bill together. And if you go to rosieonthehouse.com in our blog, that's titled Solution, Ideas, and Concepts on Arizona's Water Supply, you can see that entire 40-minute interview and also uh, vote. We've got a survey on there. If you were in control of that $1 billion, what would be your three priorities you would invest in? And the way that this bill is broken up, it's invested. Uh, it's, it's split into three categories. $200 million on water conservation, $250 million on in-state resources, and $700 million on new out-of-state water sources. Oh. So those are the categories that you'll be able to present to the board to consider. And we've seen a few suggestions. We have, and we'll, <laughs> we'll post all those when it's done, and we'll have... Um, it's a little bit later. August is our, quote, water month, but we have Water Use It Wisely coming in on September 17th. You know, calendar, the printed calendar doesn't always match up with people's, you know, availability dates. Um, so we weren't able to get them in in August, but Water Use It Wisely is coming in in September. And there's something new uh, about Water Use It Wisely that's really exciting. It has been uh, consistent of 14 municipalities in the metro phoenix area well they've now added tucson so water use it wisely has expanded to 15 municipalities and it includes tucson so we're really excited to have that added because they have been 
the forefront of water conservation in Arizona, I think, as it relates to, uh, you know, the general public and water education. And way up there he'll hear our prayer and show us where there's water, cool, clear water. Keep moving and don't you listen. That's our topic of the month, but we'll take any question you have about your house, home, castle, or cabin. If you'd like to give us a ring at one 767 Romy mentioned earlier that uh, I had run up to Flagstaff for Monday, and I did. I uh, actually went to hike Humphreys Peak and uh, get to the rooftop of Arizona. And earlier in the month, Romy, you mentioned that they were trying to bag, sandbag, a million bags in the Coconino Flagstaff area. Well, I can tell you where they are all stacked. (laughs) When you come out of northern Flagstaff... And, and you're on the Snowball Road up to Humphreys Peak. When you pass the restaurant Mama's Burger, you know where that is, Mama Burger, right there? Yeah, I think, yeah. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I know which one you're talking about. It's yeah, like, you turn left on Fort Valley, and just as you start bending off to the north, I mean, it's just right there. Okay. Mama Burger, a great burger, by the way. I've, from, it, from, I've never stopped there because I'm always on the way back trying to hit bun hungers. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, you could stop and and you'd, well, I'm gonna have you'd to, be glad you did. Times bun huggers wasn't open because we go up on the Mondays. Mon- Mondays are killers. Mondays are killers. So I'll have to try Mama's next time. But from Mama Burger to to the Museum of Northern Arizona, there is a two foot wall of sandbags along the entire western end of the highway. <laughs> I don't know. That, that's a, a few miles. But if they stuffed a million up. Sandbags in the Flagstaff area. That I know where half of them are. They're right there in that stretch. I, I wanted to film it, but I didn't have anybody else in the car. We're getting calls. Let's get a couple calls, and I'd like to go back to your interview with Cena Kerr, Senator Kerr. Uh, let's bring Carl into the conversation. Dialing one triple eight seven six seven forty three forty eight. Mister Carl, what you up to? Well, I'm, I'm just uh, I'm on the phone with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. What's hey. your project? I've got flagstone on my back patio and on my front walkway. And the house is 22 years old, so the grout is now deteriorating, breaking up, and coming out in chunks. Well, I've talked to three different contractors, and they had three different answers. And I, I, I was trying to just get the grout removed and replaced okay is that possible i mean one guy wants to jackhammer everything up put down concrete somebody else says you got to remove all the flagstones and re-put them down again well and i will tell you one thing you could get another three contractors out there and have a a total of six different ideas (laughs) carl okay carl you you said something here that kind of clued me off is this flagstone set on sand as opposed to being set on a concrete slab? I have no idea. I okay. would guess it's on sand. You would? If it's, yeah. on, if, it, if it's on sand and it's lasted 22 years, you've done very well. Um, we, we generally, for long term, do like to put our flagstone on top of a concrete slab. And I'll tell you what, we have done a ton of flagstone over the years. I mean, acres and acres and 
acres of it. And then about 10 years ago, it stopped. And the man that did all of our flagstone for 30 years retired and actually left the state. Then a month ago, we got involved in two projects, two separate projects that both had extensive flagstone work. And my guys at Rosie Wright Remodeling found someone just as good as the guy we used to have. Unfortunately, I don't have that man's name or phone number off the top of my head. But and where where's the house, Carl? In Peoria. Yeah, okay. Peoria. All right. Perfect. Let me let me do this. I will commit to I've got your number here. I will I will get a hold of Don or Bruce or Sephora. I'll get this flagstone repairman's name because he did a job. We're on a we're in a house in Paradise Valley that's one hundred years old. It's the oldest home in Paradise Valley, Adobe and Flagstone. And he went in there and massaged this flagstone, and you can hardly tell where he was, and it's all fixed. So I'll I'm I'm not gonna be able to help you. We're gonna need to get there and actually take a look at it. But this is the guy for the job. So he'll he'll be the fourth guy to get out there and take a look at it. And I think he'll be able to get you in good shape. Um, we've got uh, Frank and Chris, but I don't think we have time to take them before the break. I'd like to come back real quick, Romy. Um, I want to sit in on that 40-minute interview you had with Senator Cena Kerr. And um, this is Cena from Kerr Dairy out in Buckeye, a state senator who has been instrumental in kind of helping Governor Ducey navigate what to do with his billion dollars that he put in the budget. She was one of the sponsors, and everybody that was involved in it um, always compliments other people for their work put into it. So there was a lot of a lot of people that uh, spent time on this. And the biggest takeaway is the ability to go present an idea because so many times you hear people criticizing and they just bandstanding on their complaints and their problems and uh somebody should do something and if, you know if somebody has an idea of course theirs is the right one and no one else has a, the right idea well being able to present all those ideas to the WIFA board you know you now have an opportunity to go present your case all right if you think yours is good enough it's open to the public. Go present your case. Now, they're still in the selection process for the board, so it'll be another week or two. Stay tuned. Yeah! I'm telling you what, Sanderson Ford is plum hitting it out of the park with Grand Slam Labor Day deals. Get 0% financing for 66 months on a new Ford 2022 F-150 truck, Escape, edge or explorer remember this about sanderson ford they never ever add markups over manufacturer suggested retail don't miss these home run deals with no hassle no pressure no nonsense no added markups only at sanderson ford got an email from a listener he said rosie i went on the sanderson ford website i subscribed to the newsletter it gives you updates on what's standing inventory on the lot every single day i called them i closed the deal on the phone on the internet in about 20 minutes and they delivered the car to me wow now that's what I'm talking about, a real buying experience that you'll love and appreciate. You'll never buy a car 
anywhere else. Go find out why. Go visit Sanderson Ford at 51st Avenue in Maryland in Glendale. Continuing our conversation here at Rosie on the House, we are talking water this month and all month long, and we have a, a wonderful resource we put together for our article this week, and it's just talk. It's very simple. It's water resource guide, and there are I don't know. Th- 30, 40, 50 links there it, to it all is. the different water departments <laughs> and organizations really and municipalities. A lot of it can be overlapping. You know, what City of Phoenix and City of Chandler and City of Glendale all say in City of Tucson, you know, a lot of them are the same thing. But there are, uh, you know, Salt River Project, Central Arizona Project Canal, Arizona Water Regulators, the um, Arizona Groundwater, the Project Wet, the Arizona Department of Water Resources. It just goes on and on and on. How many different uh, agencies and associations, and they all have something different. I I scrolled through here, and I didn't find it. There is a Colorado River Water Users Association as well that I, I got to get that link up because I may have missed it, uh, but I, I scrolled through, and I didn't see it. So there's lots of resources there to get involved or – you know, follow a few of the different ones on email newsletter or social media just for continued water education. If you get our weekly newsletter, it's included in that. If you don't, get to rosellenhouse.com and subscribe, or you can also find the resource, the Water Resource Guide, right there on the homepage of our website, rosellenhouse.com. And it will give you enough reading material to take you a couple of weeks. It's videos, it's links after links after links. And I'll tell you what it's going to do. It's going to calm you down. For those of you that are tired of hearing the word drought or are concerned about what it's going to do, um, just know this. The, the forefathers of Arizona did such a tremendous job planning for this situation that we're actually in better shape than a lot of people would want to have you believe and uh, we, it, it goes to good planning and good resources and this week on our social media we but, shared... but we could use a good winner <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, a, a heavy snowpack you said a heavy snowpack yes the arizona big media publication a newsletter put out a link about uh arizona water facts that we shared uh, just asking people which one of these surprised you the most and there were some interesting ones in there arizona has five times more water stored than it's used uh than we use and has never mandated any kind of municipal or residential restriction 93 percent of water that enters phoenix waste stream can be reclaimed not is but can be can be and on average semiconductor fabrications recycle and reuse 75 to 80 percent of the water expended during the manufacturing process, and they only account for 5% of Arizona's annual water usage. And the, the other thing... So that, that was just a few of the highlights. The, the other thing that doesn't get me... And I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to belittle the seriousness of the drought, but in Arizona, with almost 8 million people... But you're not chicken little sky is falling. But I'm not chicken little sky is falling. Um, <laughs> Uh, you can't have chicken. We derailed. Can't it. have a chicken in Glendale. <laughs> yeah, um, with eight 
almost 8 million people in the state of Arizona, we use the same amount of water as we used in 1957. That was actually the first point in that article as well. <laughs> it's, it's, so it's, it's because the ingenuity of, of, of finding ways to recycle the water, reuse the water, water-conserving devices, uh, and, and uh, you know, the, the reality is when we convert an agriculture field to a subdivision, it actually requires less water. So, so at the point you're and, staying awake at night and you're anxious about running out of water, just know this. We use exactly the same amount of water in the state of Arizona as we used in 1957. And when it talks about 93% of the water that goes into the wastewater system can be reclaimed, that's what waters most of the golf courses as well. So it's not new CAP groundwater. I think. Or no, not new CAP or groundwater. It's reclaimed. It, it may have come from there at first, but it went through uh, residential and commercial plumbing systems first and then got and then put back on top of, of you know, the lawn. Now, and the history on that. Do, in, we, do we need 350 golf courses and growing? Probably not. Well, <laughs> it, an interesting point of history there is we had, a, we had a builder here in the valley who built a lot of homes, John F. Long. And it was John F. Long that started sounding the siren back in the 70s. Why are we watering all these golf courses in the middle of a desert? And it was John F. Long that was really instrumental in getting uh, recycled water to water all that lawn. Let's see if we can take some calls. We've got some people piling up. You can give us a ring, and we'll do everything we can to answer your question. one 767 Romy, who do you want to take first? Take Frank? Been holding the longest. Let's get to him. Good morning, Frank. Uh, good morning. How you doing? Good. Uh, I got a question on grubs. Um, was digging, uh, well, so not so much digging. There was some really uh, dead grass, kind of in the middle of some good grass. And I started just um, pulling it, raking uh, it, and a little bit of the shoveling, and it really came up real easy. And underneath that, it was probably about maybe a 5 by 10 foot area, 5 or 6 by 10 foot area. And underneath that, there were these white, kind of like worms, uh, really uh, very white, and almost seemed like they had an eye there. It's that kind of a uh, glimpse of sunlight was hitting them. Uh, but there was a number of them. And I'm just wondering, i come to find out that they're grubs, I guess. And I could have them, because there's several of those areas in the yard. I got about 3,000 square foot of grass. And... Uh, and um, they seem to be the the dead grass seems to be in several locations. So I'm, I'm wondering the best approach to this to what, get rid of them. What's your zip code, Frank? Eight five two two four. And is this something that's just happened this year? Well, I, I you know uh, I think so. I think so. I just thinking back, I would say I would say pretty sure about okay. that. Yeah. Well, not too far north of you, if you jump on Arizona Avenue, uh, you'll come to a place called Treeland Nursery, and they are a bonide distributor. And uh, bonide has an insect and grub control product that works great for lawns. And one six-pound bag of granular will cover 7,500 square feet. I don't know if they have any smaller increments than that, but um, that would at least, you know, 
And, and it looks like it's either 6-pound or 18-pound. So you definitely don't need 18 pounds. <laughs> if 6 pounds will do 7,500 square feet. So that, that should do half your lawn. And even though you say it's in parts of it, it wouldn't hurt to go ahead and just hit the entire lawn um, so that you make sure you get complete coverage because if you treated one area that's not to say some of the grubs on the outside of that area wouldn't just move on and start to attack a new spot so it's a granular application if you've got a spreader you can uh, put it in there or you know they've uh, the hand spreaders that uh, the hand crank uh, you know they're pretty affordable a lot cheaper but not nearly as as nicer and even as I have found as <laughs> a push cart spreader that uh, you can pick up at Treeland as well. But that would be what I would do and hit it now. You could probably even fertilize it one more time if you're trying to get it to, you know, the end of September, even in to October, or hit it now with the insects. Stop watering it um, so that you can go to your winter lawn transition faster if that's your plan. That's excellent advice and. If you're not getting the results with that, it never hurts to call Ray Lopez at Scottsdale Weed and Turf Control. Because I tell you what, there isn't a turf or lawn problem that he can't help you with. So get over there to the distributor. Look at the Bonide Grub and Worm Control product and uh, give it your best shot. You can't miss Treeland because they have grown yeah. palm trees that crisscross yeah. each other. How do they do that? How do they, how do, they do that? <laughs> and it took a little bit of work in the grow in the initial growing stage. I bet it did. Some, maybe some chains and some anchors and whatnot. We had the grandchildren over for a little swim party at the house the other day, and I was mentioning Ray Lopez and how he has our lawn looking right now. And little Charlotte ran out the back door, running to the swimming pool, getting ready to do the big cannonball, and she stopped. And she looked. And she came running back inside. She says, T-Pair, I've never seen grass so green as this. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, he he can sure do it, that's for sure. And with with all this nitrogen-induced monsoon rain that it's getting, it certainly helps. That, That rain is worth 10 bags. Of Turf Royale, which is my favorite fertilizer. <laughs> and I meant to look this up earlier, but lightning, there's a, a, some websites that will track the number of lightning strikes. And last Saturday night, we had a ton. <laughs> I actually took a video from, yes, our, you did. Yes. from our property looking north, and it's about 30 seconds long. I posted it on our social media channels, and there was actually a weather channel in Atlanta that picked that up and wanted to air it. Uh, for their local newscasts that we, we let them. But, I mean, it's it's 30 seconds of nonstop lightning that is, is you know, one of the joys of, of Arizona monsoon. And, oh, and that was last Saturday night, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I was walking back from Los Sombreros, the restaurant. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. I'm in the middle of the street looking in that direction. Uh, maybe a second to a second and a half constant lightning. Uh, it was uh, it was outstanding, and I couldn't get a decent picture like Romy did. It is a good – and where would people see that? Either our Facebook or Twitter okay. uh, accounts, which, whichever they have. All right. So we're here taking your calls. We've made our way through a few, one 767 Let us know what you're trying to tackle around your house, and let's see if we can't put our experience to work for you. We'll give you some tricks of the trade. We'll give you a couple tips on what products to use, what tools to use, uh, what our guys in the field and gals in the field 
are using every single day to make the job easier and look better. So that's what we're that's what we're engaged in every single day. So we're here for you. One triple eight seven six seven forty three forty eight. We've had the front door open. Invited y'all into Rosie on the house. Let's sit down and talk about your two favorite things, yourself, your house, and your home, huh? Let's see if we can put our experience to work for you. I, Chris had called, and I, I'd like to get to him as quick as we can. Let's bring Chris into the conversation. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Hey, good morning. What are you up to? Oh, you know, not, not too much. Um... Just uh, sitting out in front of Costco right now and okay. um, <laughs> getting ready to do some, getting ready to go buy a new putter. Check oh. out that Kirk, Kirkland putter. Okay, all right. Well, uh, I I cannot help you with your golf game. <laughs> I promise you that. But do you have a project around your house, home, castle, or cabin you want to talk about? Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. So right. I um I work for a local solar company. Won't name any names. Okay. Okay. I had a homeowner reach out to me the other day. Um, elderly woman whose husband just passed away a couple years ago. Um, and um, she explained to me roughly about 10 years ago, she had a solar system installed. Now her husband was in charge of this project. Okay. Okay. And then she explained to me within a year that solar system was no longer fun- functioning correctly in inverter, whatever it may be. Right. She doesn't know here we are nine years later um, husband passes away. She doesn't know what to do with this system. She wants it either off the house or someone come out and fix it. And she's having a very, very hard time finding a company to, number one, fix it. No one wants to touch it because of all the warranty and uh, issues and uh, labor warranties, whatever the case may be, right? Our company won't even touch it, right? Okay. Um so I think really the only solution is to have someone come out and remove it, but then you have a meter involved, probably net metering if it's 10 years ago. Um, so now you're dealing with APS. And, you know, I just I don't have an answer for her. I told her to call you guys. I told her to call Fox Valley. But, you know, it's just I'm that guy that don't doesn't look at problems. I, you know, I look at solutions. Right. I'm just I'm really trying to find one for her because right. I feel bad about her situation. And I'm like, you know what? Let's call Rosie. Well, I'm I'm glad you did because one of the reasons um, I started this show 34, 35 years ago was because of all the people that were being taken advantage of in the home service industry. I'd like – do you think this woman would would, um, resist you giving me her name and number and, and let me just call her? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, oh, she okay. would absolutely. Lo- I even told her to call you guys, and I okay. told her to call Fox Valley as well. And right? where, where, where? Generally speaking, where's the house? Uh, you know, I I don't know. Okay. I mean, somewhere in rural Phoenix. I, okay. I would assume, and I didn't get to that part of the conversation when I spoke with her. All right. Well, let's. Um, Jesse's going to pick you back up and see if you could pass the woman's name and contact information. We'll call her, and we'll go out there and do a full analysis of what that equipment, when did it quit working? It's been installed 10 years. Um, 
you know, has it been working the whole time until just recently? There's a lot more research we'd like to do. Uh, and then ha- what size system it is. Um, we'll, we'll, tr- we'll treat this woman absolutely correct. Um, and we're doing, a, we're doing a big remodel in North Scottsdale. Um, a new home buyer uh, bought the home, uh, flat roof. It's got solar panels all across the top of the roof, about two and a half inches off the foam deck. And the roof is shot, completely shot. We've got to remove every single solar panel, fix the roof, and replace it all, as, as well as, as uh, fix the stucco uh, can't strip all the way around the property. And we've come to the conclusion on that house, my recommendation to the homeowner is, look, those panels have been up there a long time. This roof needs to be recoded about every five to seven years. The way they've got it installed is going to be a major problem every single time. Uh, I can tell you for what it's going to cost you, you probably ought to just take the solar panels off and leave them off. That's not the right decision every time, but in that particular case, it was. I'll be happy uh, to call this woman and see if we can't coach her along. And I had saved this for a little bit later, but since Fox Valley came up in conversation, we got great feedback from uh, the Robles family just about how nice it was to talk to Josh when he came out. It was all information-based. It was all facts. It was all numbers. Didn't try and oversell or pressure them into a solar system. Uh, So just one of the things we talk about when we talk about Fox Valley Electric and solar is Talk to them before you make a solar decision because they really do, like you would expect from a Rosie on the House certified partner, care about you, the homeowner, first. And they're not there to try and sell you anything and everything they possibly can to make a quick buck. 